Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Tundra Cast. This is episode number 44. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Vancouver Canucks and their current uh, situation. I've got with me today, Shaden. Yo. And I've got uh, Rossi with me as well. Howdy. So, uh, yeah, if, if one of you wants to lead off right now, just start from the top uh, with Vancouver. It's it's pretty crazy situation what's going on right there right now. Uh, well, I guess I, I think the best point to do would to be start off at all of this. And I guess the starting off point would kind of be the whole JT uh, JT Miller versus Brock Besser locker room situation. I think oh Horvat, but yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I got them confused again. I always get them confused. Yeah, it's yeah, no, it's the bees, those damn bees. Yeah, but yeah, fans say every year. (laughs) Um, but yeah. There's obviously a huge locker room issue. And there was a coaching issue before Travis Green got fired. And I don't know why they didn't fire him after last season. I'm, I did I I was so confused why they had Same with Benning too. I can't believe Benning's been around as long as he has, man. I know he's been around he was around for eight seasons. Seriously, like come on. It's like Garth Snow with the Islanders. He should have been gone long ago. I mean, we can get into the we can get into the trades Benny has okay. made in the in a w- little while, but yeah. I mean, obviously, Bruce Boudreaux's in. Bruce, there it is. Obviously. Barbecue Bruce. BBQ Bruce. <laughs> but the, the latest news is that they've hired Jim Rutherford, which is questionable. Very concerning, to say the least. I mean, he's got a history of, of making good teams. And you look at Carolina and Pittsburgh, but he also has a history of just absolutely blowing those teams up. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And not in a good way. Not a good way, no, no. Not in a good way. No. Yeah, I mean, for a team like the Canucks, you don't really have any stud prospects right now. I mean, the Canucks need all the picks in the world, and, you know, Jim Rutherford loves trading away draft picks and prospects. So, I don't know. Like, it's... Yeah. He's more of an old-fashioned GM, I feel. He loves the bigger bodies. You know, he doesn't he doesn't really transition to the new NHL very well, if that makes any sense. He's still just kind of old-fashioned. Yeah. So that's going to be weird. I mean, yeah, he made that Pearson for good Branson trade, which I don't know why he did that. He had that Jack like... Johnson and Erica Branson on the same pairing. <laughs> like... That's the greatest pairing in the in the history of the NHL. You're right. That's well, yeah. He also, he also you know, he also gave up a first round pick in Kayla Nasden for Jason Zucker. Again, which... another big body. <laughs> Basically, we'll see how it goes. At least. He's not the full-time GM. He's just the interim. So there's some good news in that part. But, I mean, this whole team just need, needed a shakeup. Like, you know, 2020, they made the second round. Yeah, they made it to Game 7, but I think most of that was because of Markstrom and mostly because of Demko. And it's like after that, the wheels fell off. Like, they lost Tanev. They lost um, to Foley. They lost Detcher. They lost Markstrom. And they didn't really do much to replace them, and that's where it kind of fell off during the 2021 season. And, I mean, I don't know. This, this, I just feel like there's more to come. I feel like there's going to be a couple of big trades with this team. I mean, we mentioned J.C. Miller briefly about how, he's, how he has one group at the locker room against the young players. It's just a 
messed up situation. Yeah, that locker room thing, you have to kind of remind me because it's been a little bit since I've seen that tweet. But I, from what I understand, it's it's the younger players or the older players that didn't like what the younger players are doing or something like that. And Bo Horvat was trying to calm the team down. It's basically JT Miller and all the veterans against Bo Horvat and about right. and the thing is is that JT Miller and the veterans aren't happy with the the younger guys and the big thing is is almost everybody no no everyone is either on JT Miller's side or in the middle yeah it it's like no one's on Bo Horvat's side and he's the captain which is weird like which means like if you're part of those young guys like Quinn Hughes you're are you basically agreeing with JT Miller saying yeah fuck the young guys oh wait yeah, yeah, that's yeah. me no, no, it's more the fact that it's either you're either on JT Miller's side or you're in the middle. So it, Quinn Hughes is probably just like, eh, you know. I don't know. I don't care. Points. Yeah. Just weird. I also find it weird before the Benning firing is that didn't he have a press conference a couple weeks ago saying that he wasn't going to make changes? Exactly. I always, yeah. I always find that weird owners do that. Yeah, we're fine. We're not going to make changes. Then two weeks later, they're like, everyone's at the door. I never understand that. Yeah, I don't, I don't it happens a lot. It does. There's a, and that's the thing. There's just there's no job security in the NHL. Like yeah. stuff like that happens all the time, especially to players as well. All right, listen. If your staff of an NHL team and your and your owner says that uh, they aren't going to make any changes, you better start getting your interviews ready for your next job. Apparently. Yeah, like Dale Weiss when we had him on said it best himself. There's no job security whatsoever in the NHL. There really isn't. Yeah. No, there isn't. So we were talking about Benning. And I just want to go through trades that Jim Benny has made in his entire career. I have them all loaded oh, up God. here. So we can, I'll go, I'll, you know, I won't say like the minor trades, like, you know, this eight dollar for uh, like a seventh round pick. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say that. I'll say, I'll just say the big trades that he's made in his career. So his first trade was trading away Jason Garrison, um, Jeff Costello in a seventh round pick for a second round pick. And I'm just going to double-check what that second-round pick became because obviously we need all the details. That second-round second pick became Rowan McEwen. <laughs> and, I mean, at the time, I mean, at the time, Jason Garrison was a great power play option. That's really all he could do. He wasn't the best defensively. So, I mean, it's it, it's a whatever trade. I mean, his next trade was trading away Derek Dorsett. Now, his first major trade was in June of 2014. He traded traded away Ryan Kessler in a third-round pick in exchange for a first-round pick, which became Jared McCann, which we'll get to later on, Lucas Biza, Nick Benino, and a 2014 third-round pick. That's that's not really bad. I mean, for what those picks became, that's actually pretty good. But then what happened to the people that he drafted isn't good. Well, McCann turned out fine. But again, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. His his next trade, which this wow, this this doesn't make sense. He traded away a second round pick to L.A. in exchange for Lyndon Vay. Hmm. That's that's a little much. No disrespect to Lyndon Vay, but that's that's a little much. And that second round, I understand that that was that second round pick became Rowan McEwen. So okay. There you go. Okay, never mind then. Um. Yeah, I, guess. Say, I think the Canes drafted McEwen, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember who drafted him. I, th- I thought so. I think he was in I, – I don't know. I think he was in that Audrey Secker trade a couple years ago. I don't know. Um, now, here's a here's a huge loss. January 29, 2015, he traded away Gustav Forsling for Adam Clendenning. 
And you look at the progression that Porzing has made with Florida so far. I, I think he has like 12 assists. Analytically, he's been a beast defensively. Like that's a player that would help the Canucks nowadays. Like to, like on this day, and he traded him away for an HLer. Yeah, that's very true. So Benny's next trade was trading away a second round pick for Sven Berchi. Berchi, before his injuries, was fine in Vancouver. He had a couple three point seasons. He had a twenty goal year, but that second round pick became Rasmus Anderson. Mm. So uh, I'm seeing a theme here. It's that he doesn't have very good uh, uh, hindsight, I guess. Is that the right word? He's not very good at, at predicting the future, I guess. I don't know. I don't exactly. know what the right word is. I, I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. A um, couple smart trades, Corey Conacher, whatever. Um, he then traded Kevin, Kevin Biaxa in 2015. And he also – but he gets back a second-round pick. That second-round pick became Philip Gustafson. Which is weird because he was drafted by Pittsburgh. Okay. Ah. Um. I guess we'll. I guess. So we'll I'm guessing talk. that second round pick must have been. Oh. If we got oh, Benino. Yeah. Yep. The next yeah. trade. The next trade on here is Nick Benino. Nick Benino, Clendenning, and a second for Brandon Sutter and a third round pick. There you go. That makes sense. And you know what? I think that's actually a pretty fair trade. I mean, Benino obviously cupped twice with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um. But Sutter actually hasn't been that bad in Vancouver. He's just been. Injury prone. But yeah, he's been I, unlucky, but I, I like Sutter. I, I like them when he was on Pittsburgh too. He's a decent yeah. player. Yeah, I think that's a pretty even trade to be honest. It's pretty Maybe. fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, the next one, it's whatever. Casting for press. Casting the email. Play a game in Montreal. Um, no, this one's kind of a win in my opinion. Hunter Shinkaruk in exchange for Marcus Granlin. Granlin didn't do anything in Calgary, and uh, Granlin had a 20 goal season in Vancouver. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a minor win. Yeah. Um. Now, here. Oh, here's a trade. Uh-huh. May twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. The Canucks and the Panthers made a very interesting trade. I, I even at the time I can't believe why Vancouver would do yeah. this. The Vancouver Canucks traded Jared McCann <laughs> a second round pick in twenty sixteen. Yes, they added a second round pick, which became Rasmus Asplund. <laughs> In a fourth row, they exchange for Erica Branson. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what the hell? <laughs> he went. He went third overall, though. <laughs> yeah, Branson went third overall. <laughs> Did you guys know that he was a top five pick? Yeah, I know. Yeah, third overall. That's what I just said. Third overall. <laughs> that's why He's Benning the... took him. He was just like he was picked top five for a reason, guys. Yeah. Obviously a major win for Vancouver, no questions asked, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. He's third overall pick, for God's sake. Yeah. And now this trade, next trade, it wasn't bad until this season. They traded away Alex Burroughs in exchange for Jonathan Dallin. Hmm. Dallin didn't do anything until this season with the Sharks where he has 14 points in 22 games. Yeah, that's always a weird one because we kind of always knew that Dallin was a Really good prospect for Vancouver. He just never ended up playing for Vancouver. That's a bit of a weird one. It's weird because he had seventy points in Sweden last year. He was he was amazing. He's really good. Yeah. He just I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, four days after that, he <coughs> traded away. Oh, four you days. Have thoughts? You have thoughts? Uh, Ross, no, I was just laughing. That like, <laughs> not even a week later. <laughs> <laughs> this was during the trade deadline. Oh, um, he turned away Yannick yeah. Hansen for Nikolai Godobin, which actually really isn't that bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. 
Um, there's, right. actually, there's a fourth-round pick going to Vancouver, too. I want to know what that became. That became Tim Soderlund. Tim Soderlund. Oh, no. He was Tim, on the Swedish team, I think. Yeah, Tim Soderlund. Fun fact, was traded away this past offseason to Edmonton for Duncan, with Duncan Keith. There you go. Yay! Um, <laughs> next one. <laughs> Derek Pouliot, a guy that Nick knows Oh, God. Well, yeah. For Andre Perdan in a fourth-round pick. Derek Pouliot might be one of the biggest busts in NHL history. Yeah, Pouliot was not good defensively at all. I think we see a trend where Vancouver is trading away assets for yeah. bust defensemen. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to get better, but they're like they're just taking the worst players. They're like, okay, yeah. here's what we have, and then they're just offering them to them, <laughs> and it's just spending trying to convince everybody, yeah, this is a good player here. Like that's all that this is. <laughs> it's the definition of in like a sports video game when you're doing like a like a GM NHL. Yeah, like <laughs> in, NHL in NHL when you're doing like a GM mode, you're just trading away like a really shitty player that somehow is like good trade value, and you're just like, yeah, this is good. That's what every GM is doing to Benning, apparently. <laughs> you gotta pull Jim Benning. Oh, um, this is just news that came out right now. Ellery Freeman is wondering if Mark Hunter would be a good GM candidate for the Canucks. So that's something I wanted to bring up actually as well, because obviously yeah. being a London Knights fan, I know Mark Hunter pretty well. Obviously he runs that team really, really great. And then you've got, he ran, when he was with Toronto, he wasn't that bad in Toronto either. So I thought he was valuable even for like when Montreal was looking for a GM still, yeah. I was going to bring his name up as well. Um, I think he'd be decent. He did a decent job at, at Toronto there. And we obviously know what he's done for the Knights. So I'm pretty sure Edmonton was also looking at Mark Hunter when the I think they were too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so too. So back to the trades. Um, he also he traded like Thomas Vanek for UC Oakland and Tyler Mott. I think that's actually fine considering Vanek left the NHL straight after that. And Tyler Mott's been a good energy. Yeah, Mott's not guy. been too bad. Yeah, He's it's, been it's fine. That's actually a good trade. Um, what else is there? Uh, Brandon Leipzig. Remember him? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> don't, um, what, don't talk who, don't say who drafted him. <coughs> Nashville. No. Oh, no. Um, there's some weird trade here. Anders Nielsen, that, that's whatever. Luke Shen in a seventh round pick. Uh, whatever. Fifth round, um, fifth overall, though. Yep. Sam, he <laughs> traded away Sam Gagne for Ryan Spooner, which kind of looking back is kind of a loss considering Gagne still plays and Spooner's been exiled to the KHL. That's sad. I always kind of liked Ryan Spooner. Yeah. Um, he then traded This is where Jonathan Dallin comes into place. He traded Jonathan Dallin in exchange for Linus Carlson. That's, yeah. I don't mean, that's <laughs> just the silence I think speaks for itself. <laughs> um, There's nothing much to say. No. That, that same day. No. That same day, he traded away Eric Branson for Tanner Pearson. That's a huge win. That is that's a win, yeah. How did he get? How did he get that? Anyways, how does Good Branson just like this amazing trade chip for all like every team? I don't understand. Because he's six foot six and he weighs two thirty. He's right-handed. The only team who wasn't able to trade away Good Branson for a huge package return was Ottawa. They only got they got like some a twenty twenty three fifth or whatever seventh actually. Now, this next one, this, it's not a bad trade. I When this trade first happened, I thought the Canucks said, fine. They traded away a first-round pick, which became, I believe, Dawson Mercer. Yep. Uh, no, sorry. No, 
Build your start. So they traded American Masonic, a third round pick, which became Hugo Alfinet, and the first round pick, which became the player I hate the most, Shakir Mukamadulin. Oh my god. And they traded that away for JT Miller. I mean, JT it's, Miller is pretty good. Like He's a great top six forward. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I mean, if you trade Sha- Shakir Mukamadulin <laughs> for 10, uh, yeah. That guy, <laughs> anybody would have worked. I forgot his name. <laughs> I blanked. I got too much about Shakir. Yeah, um, I don't even know who we were talking about. JT Miller. That's who it was. Yeah. I almost said Tanner Pearson. I know it wasn't Pearson. I don't know. Like it's in, uh, and I'm pretty sure Tampa. Tampa did something with the picks to get um, Blake Coleman. So it's whatever. I think I think it's a win for the Canucks. I mean, they're probably going to trade JT Miller this season, so we'll see what happens. But that's a win for the Canucks. They can get a good return from JT Miller, depending on what team yeah. they, they trade him to. Um, the next couple of trades are so small. Now, here's the one where everyone's really pissed off. On February 17th, 2020, they traded like Tim Schaller, Tyler, Tyler Madden, who's a good prospect, and a 2020 second-round pick to L.A. in exchange for Tyler to Foley. Hmm. Now... Let me just make sure who that second pick became. That became Peter Niederbach, who's with Detroit, I believe. And um, he's a decent prospect as well. Yeah. Now, to fully at in the regular season at 10 points in 10 games, he was scratched during the playoffs. He had five points in seven games, and they just didn't resign him. And they signed Jake Vertanen instead. And we know what happened to Jake Vertanen. <laughs> Oof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Looking back, Oof. that's kind of a loss. Kind, kind of, of. is kind of uh, putting it lightly. No, that's Bad. a huge win for whatever KHL team is Jake Vertanen. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, you know, the year after he left Vancouver, Tyler Tafol got a 28-goal season. And I'm pretty sure like 18 of them came against the Canucks. <laughs> that's hilarious. Sure right. <laughs> Man. And Tyler Mann is looking good in the AHL right now. Yeah, he's Tyler Mann's a good prospect. Yeah, he's in one NCAA. Of the very, he's one of the very good up and coming Kings prospects on the forward side with Byfield, yeah. um, Turcotte. Yeah, Turcotte and Nyland. There's so many good Kings prospects. Yeah, they're I ridiculous. I totally forgot about Anderson Dolan. Jeez, they're so good. Yeah. There's Volardi. God damn. Bjorn Foot on defense. He's a first round pick. Brent Clark, Kupari. defense, even though he can't make Team Canada. Um, no. This past summer, he also traded away a third-round pick in exchange for Jason Dickinson. Jason Dickinson has three points this season. Hmm. Not really I, with a third-round pick, but... I mean, even the season before that, he had 15 points in Dallas. Like, is that really worth a third-round pick? I know he's good defensively, but is it worth that much? I, no. I wouldn't say it is. Also, it it's not telling me it's not telling me who that third round pick became. I'm good, you know. I'm tracking this down. Who did that third round pick became? That pick became, if I can, where the fuck is it? Oh wow, it became Artem. It became Artem Martino. Oh, who actually had in the second round? Wow. Okay. Okay. We'll yeah. see how that we'll see how that trailer uh, looks in the future. But I don't like that. I don't like that right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Here's the con- here's the controversial trade of the offseason. They trade away Anton Russell, Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, Dylan Gunford, a second round pick in 2022 in exchange for Ole and Connor Garland. And the big thing Dylan is Dylan Gunther. 
Yeah, that'd be that. Yeah, Jesus. And the funny thing is, they wanted to shed salary. They wanted some cap space. Rissell's, Beagles, and Erickson's contract all contracts are expiring at the end of the season. Yeah. It was a, that. It was one of the dumbest decisions I think the Canucks made. I just put my head in my hands. So did I. <laughs> what the. Yeah, their contracts were ending this this the ne- this next like this season. Like, yeah, let's just the- get rid of them. Like, or you just buy them out. Who cares? Don't <laughs> yeah. trade them for a guy who's making as much money for seven <laughs> more years. What's wrong with you? No, I, I love Carter Garland. Yeah, oh, he's great. Uh, but would you great. would you trade away Gunford in a twenty twenty two second round pick for Carter Garland? No. Probably not. And would you trade away Russell Bego and Erickson for Ekman Larson? Probably Definitely not. not. No. <laughs> I, I, you shouldn't have even touched oil. Like that's crazy. That's a crazy contract. Yeah, I just don't know what the hell Jim Benny was thinking. I mean, hey, their first pair right now is Ekman, Larson, and Pullman. Like, no wonder they're garbage. Yeah, can I say as well? I think Benning wasn't he a part of the Boston Bruins when they made the Sagan trade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh man. Peter well, um, it was, it was... Benning trading away assets since day one. <laughs> Yeah, they traded Sagan for like Louis Erickson. They, they traded away trade, Riley Smith as they well. They traded away Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. Four days Man. later. No. Oh my God! It just keeps going. Just keeps going. Four days later. Four days later. Did you trade away Nate Schmidt for a third round pick? I'd say they could use Schmidt right now. Uh, they could. Schmidt's a good defenseman. Hundred percent, they could really use Schmidt. Honestly, we should title this episode just four days later. Just four <laughs> days later. Four days later, dot, 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 dot. Now, the trades on its own would just be horrible. Yeah. But but there is another thing that Benny's kind of crap at as well, and no. that's his signings. No. Oh, no. Let's go. You want me? Uh, <laughs> right, let's do it. Let's do it. The you, Preds you game wanna... Yeah, the Preds game starts at 6.30. I got time. The Preds game, um, the Oilers game starts in uh, an hour and a half, so I got time as well. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go this by chronological order. So his first signing, I'm and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go by actual big signings. Yeah. So his first signing was signing Ryan Miller to a right. three-year deal worth six mil on average, and I think that's not bad. I think that's fine for Ryan Miller. Yeah, his his worst season in Vancouver was a point nine twelve. At a 2.5 goals against average. He was good at Vancouver. Yeah, that's a very good signing. So, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would give that a B plus. He then also signed Radim Verbata to a two-year deal worth five mil on average. His first year in Vancouver, he didn't do that bad. He had, he had a... Well, let me check. He had a 30-goal season. Yeah, Verbata was underrated. Year. I always liked him. Yeah. Then he fell apart in his second year. He had 27 points. Oh, boy. Um... Which is which is sh- the shocking thing is after that twenty seven point season he went to Arizona he had a sixty point year, and this was a twenty six this is twenty sixteen seventeen. He was just like I'm it- done with 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 Vancouver. You, you you go to Arizona you put up a sixty point year that I don't know how he only got one mil in his next deal. I would have wow fire your agent. Um, anyways, then he signed Derek Dorsett <coughs> to a four year deal. Ooh. Worth two point six five mil per season. Yeah, that's a that's a trend of his too. He signs a lot of bottom six guys for like lengthy Four ass contracts. I don't. Yeah, 
you don't need a guy that, that bottom pairing or bottom line guy for four years. You can just yeah. get another one if you lose him. It's not a big deal. Dorsett's last season in the NHL was 27-2018. He played 20 games. And I think he had he it was a long term injury, but he did get eight goals in twenty games. So hey, that's not bad. You know what? He was on pace for a thirty goal season. Yeah. I don't know. He probably would not have done it, but he was on pace for a thirty goal season. Hey, oh. All that matters is he was on pace for it. Exactly. Um, twenty fifteen, he didn't make any signings at all besides no. the Sutter. Besides Sutter, but he acquired him through a trade, so that's just an extension. Twenty sixteen. Oh no. Oh no! He signed Louis Erickson to a six by six. That's the best deal in NHL history. It really What's is. Funny and then that... the first game he scored on his own net. <laughs> he scored his own net. <laughs> he, um, he was playing with Vancouver. He was just like, yeah. Man. You know what? I will say it could be worse because he also um, offered Lucic seven years at six and a half. Holy! Whoa! Shit. And one more thing, congrats to Louie Erickson on playing his 1,000th NHL game last night. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, think if you didn't score on your own net that time, that would have been. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Now this next signing, I think it was a steal. Um, Jim B- Benny didn't inquire Jacob Markstrom, but he did sign to a three-year deal worth 3.3336 per season. That's Which is a decent deal. deal for what it was. I mean, that brings Demko up when he when Markstrom goes, right? So yeah, and Dem- not a decent contract at all. And, and or I mean, a decent contract. I mean, right now Markstrom's one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, so that's a bit of pain for the Canucks, but yeah. they got Demko. He's a beast. So. Yeah. Oh my God, is this real? Oh no! No, this can't be real. Oh no! Okay, so he made three of these signings on Jan- July first, twenty seventeen. Oh God. The first one was signing Sam Gagne to a three-year deal. How much? Eight, how much money? Three point three. Not bad. I'll be it's, honest. It's okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he his first year as a Canucks, he had thirty-one points. The next year, he had three points in seven games. Then he got traded for Ryan Spooner. So, meh. Yeah. Then he signed Michael Dalzado to a two-year deal. Uh-oh. Worth three mil per season. Um. Yeah, I think I think we set our thoughts on that already. I think my Um, reaction with the with the scratch was bad. Yeah, Yeah. it's the grunt. Then two years for Anders Nielsen at three mil, which isn't bad, but he's also injury prone. Yep. Oh. Then on February 20th, 2018, he extended Eric Goodbranson. <laughs> what the fuck? For how much? He got three years. How much money? He got four million. I'm I was going to say, done. I think it's I'm like done. four and a half. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Three years at four million. He's a good locker room guy that went third overall, though. <laughs> yeah. Did, I, did, did we tell you he went third overall? Oh my god. Future Norris like, winner for sure. It just doesn't stop. July 1st, 2018. Stop. First he signed Tim Schowler to a two-year deal worth $2 million. I know. Eh. His, first, his first and only season of the Canucks, he got six points. Eh, yeah. Then he was traded for Tyler Toffoli, so uh, whatever. Yeah, that's pretty good, I guess. It, my cat just walked across my keyboard. Are we still, like, in the meeting? 
Yes. Yes. Okay, good. She just walked across my keyboard. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, can you not see us right now on your no, screen? No, I can't. No, I can Just a bunch of stuff came up, and I was like, oh, no. Okay. Um. Then she signed Jay Beagle and Anton Roussel to four-year deals. Worth three million each. Why would you sign a guy for four years that just fights? And that's like, it. you know what, Roussel? And his French. Okay, you know what? I will say, Roussel. <laughs> Roussel. I Russell kind of makes sense. He had a thirty-one. He had a thirty-one point season for sure. Did he actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about telling you I, that, Russell. I don't know I why Jay Beagle got four years at three mil. <laughs> why did Jay Beagle get four years at three mil? I don't know. His best year. Know. He has the season. He the season before becoming a Canuck. He had twenty-two points. His best year of the Canuck. He got twelve. You know what I think Jim Benning was doing when he signed Jay Beagle. What? He was like, oh, me like doggie. <laughs> dog. <laughs> me like dog. <laughs> oh, man. It's just this thought process. Just me like dog. And then he signed <laughs> me like dog. Deal. Continuing the trend of bad uh, day one for Asian signings. He signed Tyler Myers at a five-year deal or six million. Calder winner, though. That's true. <laughs> he didn't want to call her. <laughs> <laughs> we know how far that gets you, though. And he also Mason signed Jordy Ben to two-year deal worth two and a half. Uh, Jordy Ben's just okay, I think. Then he signed he's Michael right. Furland to four years worth three point five. That's a. Uh, mm. He was okay when he was healthy, but he just when he wasn't. He just wasn't yeah. healthy. Now, um, then he signed Brayden Holpe in twenty twenty to a two-year deal worth four point three. He just got bought out. Well, thank God they bought her at least somebody. Just <laughs> holy. They, knowing Benning, they would have traded him away for fucking <laughs> Seth Jones. Yeah. Then it just keeps on going, man. It just keeps on going. On uh, this was April eighth, twenty twenty one. He extended Pierce to three years worth three point five. That's not bad. Okay, not bad. Pretty good. Really? With a <laughs> no moving clause. Oh. Oh. Never mind. Well, then, okay. Never mind then. Take it back. Uh, Pierce only has nine points through this whole season. I was going to say, yeah, he's not doing great this season, is he? Yeah. Then, he also extended um, Hammock to two years worth three and a half. That's okay. a bit of pain. <laughs> then, of pain. oh my god. Pullman <laughs> signed his four years at two and a half. No. <laughs> What's wrong with one year deals, Benning? <laughs> what, what's the problem with one year? His final he doesn't want to be lonely. He doesn't. No. He <laughs> <laughs> final... I mean, to be fair, Benning got swerved by his own nephew, and he went to fucking Edmonton, so he's That's probably true. got like he's probably just tra- traumatized. Like everybody. Hey yo, no, no. I mean, Matt Benning's from Edmonton. He's a hometown kid. I know, but like, you got swerved by your nephew. He's probably traumatized now. <laughs> oh man. If I give them money, they'll love me. If I give you money. Um, I like my nephew. Jeez, is this one real too? He also gave Jason Dickinson, the guy he just traded for, three years at 2.8. Remember that oh, when, he, when that was signed, yeah. That's a yikes. That is a yikes. That's the best contract in the NHL. <laughs> it's the best contract that he's ever signed. That's it. That's, <laughs> his, that's, his big, 
that those are his big signs besides, you know, guys like Horvat, Pedersen Hughes. Oh, I just saw this. Vertana got two years at two and a half. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we see a trend here with Benny. It's like at, he makes one bad move after another. He just sucks at everything. Question. Does Matt Benning speak French? No. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he's from Edmonton. You think he's going to speak French? He's learning it right now. I bet. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when, I, think, did this just, I think this became... Oh, well, this became a Benning video. I just this just became a Benning slander video. It's not slander. <laughs> we we haven't even gotten to the actual Canucks yet. That's no, not actual. really. It <laughs> <laughs> was is that Benning was the fucking problem. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about Travis Green? We should get Travis Green. We should get some Travis Green slander too right now. <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to say? He he made Travis Green was the only man in the world who could make fucking Dave Tippett and John Hines look like they knew it look like they know what the fuck they're doing I mean this Travis Green's the same guy that put Elias Patterson on the third line dude Elias Patterson isn't a good isn't a good player have you not heard of Eric Goodbranson oh yeah that's oh that's right Uh, was a third overall pick slipped my mind yeah you're right (laughs) I I mean Benny's sorry Green's record with the Canucks translates to 133 wins, 147 losses, and 34 OT losses. So it translates to please be fired earlier. Honestly, I don't think – I think Green will probably get another job somewhere else. I don't think he is as bad as people are saying. I think his coaching style just didn't work out with the team because he's a defensive guy, and the Canucks aren't really a defensive team. Like when Jacob Markstrom Markstrom was in the net, he would – they were allowing like 45 shots a game and Marshall was saving them all. What team would take Travis Green? I mean, maybe Columbus. Seattle! Bruh. I mean, maybe. No, Seattle's already got their coach. Yeah, but I mean... Dave Haxel he, elite. Dave Haxel's one of the worst coaches in the freaking league. What do you mean? He's great. Just, uh. look, at, just look what he did to Groove Hour. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, Vancouver fans. Um, if, if any of you are still if any, alive. <laughs> if any of you are still watching this video. I know, right? Jesus. They haven't pulled the Philadelphia Flyers fan. Again. You know, let's keep going. I want to talk about... Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I got the Preds game on in the background on silent. I can go all day. So, okay, so I, I, I got a question. So if Rutherford okay. is the interim GM... Is he is... allowed to make trades? Yeah. Well, he probably is, yeah. But is is Banana Man out of the question for being the next Vancouver GM? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. We need more Mark Bergevin in this league. <laughs> you know what? I want to want to look through. You want to look through Drafty? This is holy shit. This is bad. What? I thought Jim Benning was actually quite adept at drafting. Yeah, but I'm talking like the. No, the you know who it is. It's it's you know Judd who Brackett. it is. Judd Brackett. He's so good. He's so, and that's part of the reason. Like that's. Kind of why they're not like as bad as they are, but like when you know he what? left, like that was a big loss for the Canucks. Now he's on the Wild, and he's already after the first draft. He's, he yeah. looks really good with it. You know wild. what? I want to talk about the whole Canucks as an organization, and I want to talk about their draft because it sucks. Okay, I'm gonna serve 2005 to really make my point clear. Oh boy, <laughs> 2004. Because 2004, they actually had a good draft because they got Edler, Hansen, and Schneider. So that's just gonna ruin my point. So <laughs> I go to the one that suits my <laughs> I, I start with the year they suck. 
That's like somebody who hates plus <laughs> minus, but then when it suits their fucking ideas, they're just like plus minus is good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leon Dreisel is a plus forty, so you always think the Shut up. player. <laughs> okay, so let's start with 05. Their first round pick was Luke Bordon, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, then Mason Raymond. And everyone else did not uh, play a single game. 06. They had five picks. Only one play in the NHL. And that was Mc- Michael Grabner. I mean, Michael, Michael Grabner, Grabner only played five, 20 games as a Canuck. Yeah, and then he was pretty good with everyone We're- else until he got that thing with the eye. The only team he didn't play well for was the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> he had 18 points in 80 games. Then the next year, he got two 20-goal seasons. <laughs> he scored like did he score like thirty or forty in, in, in the Islanders? Yeah. Oh, in the Islanders, yeah. Crap, All right. Went God mode. Oh seven. Oh, no, it's the Rangers. I'm thinking of not the Arizona. Oh seven. They had, they had six players drafted. No one played in the NHL. No one. Not even their first round pick. <sighs> their first round pick was Patrick White. Uh. Can we get a quick scouting report on Patrick White, please? No disrespect, Patrick, but I just need a quick Patrick, report. Patrick White, in the year he got drafted, had nine points in 12 games for Tri-City. What the? That sounds like a, that sounds like a fake name, though. Patrick no, what's your name? White. Patrick White. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a Patrick White in the comments. Like, like they, they, they looked at the 2007 draft. They saw Patrick Kane was going first overall. It's just the first name that pops into his mind. Patrick White. That's his my name. His name's Patrick, too. Get him. 2008, they also had six players drafted. Um, well, only one played more than 10 NHL games. That was Cody Hogson. And we know what happened to Cody Hogson. Yeah, he he was great at times. I loved him in junior when he played. He was yeah. That's a bit of a sad one. Though. Yeah, he was a good they also, player. They also yeah. drafted a brown guy named Prob Rye. Huh. So they, they what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, like offended. I was like, "What? what? They drafted him. They drafted they what? They drafted, they what? They did what? They drafted an Indian coach. They drafted a Punjabi named Prab Rai. And guess what? He's from Surrey. What a fucking shocker! What the all fuck? The, like it cut out. So all the so it cut out. So all I heard was brown guy, and that was fucking it. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" I'm not Rob Rye. That's his name. Okay, do you wanna do you wanna specify that you're not being racist? And that I'm not being racist? I'm 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 brown, so it's okay, guys. <laughs> He's from Surrey too. What a fucking shocker. Um You're not helping your point. <laughs> I'm I'm from freaking I, I grew up ten minutes away from Surrey, okay? I I I'm <laughs> Okay, oh nine. <laughs> Okay, who? 09. They had they drafted eight players. Only three made the NHL. One was Jordan Schrader, bust, first round pick. Andrew Rodin and Kevin Connaughton. Connaughton's still a fine depth defenseman. So it's, Schrader was a decent pick at the time. He was he's so actually, good. He was he's, so good. He's back been then. leading. I think he's the USA's leading scorer ever at the World Juniors. Which is funny considering how he turned out. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's weird how prospects work sometimes, man. But that was a decent pick from what it was back in the day. Yeah. yeah. 2010. No. Five players. Guess what? No NHL games played. Uh-oh. You're seeing a trend here. The Canucks drafting sucks. 2011. Yeah. No, Benning is trying to build his AHL team. It had nine players. 
drafted. And the best player was Frankie Corrado in the fifth round. Oh. That's, that's um, true. He probably was like, he probably just didn't even know what team he was on. He's like, yeah, I'm playing GM for the Utica Comets. <laughs> He's like, oh. Oh. And it's weird because they, they drafted Nick Jensen, the winger, not the defenseman. And I, I love Nick Jensen when he was drafted. I thought he had so much potential, but I guess not. Um, 2012. Oh, boy. Um, five. Five. Once again, five players drafted. This this time, two players actually played more than 100 games, thankfully. Woo-hoo. Their first-round pick, Brendan Gauntz. Oh. But their fifth-round pick, Ben Hutton. Oh. Decent pick. Decent, yeah. Decent. Good pick. 2013, he had seven picks. Okay. Um, one of those picks was the best Subban, Jordan. <laughs> um, the other one was Hunter Shinkruck. They do have a player that played that has played 500 games, hey. and it's Bo Horvat. Hey, decent. So good pick right there by Vancouver. That was, that's their first actually good pick since. Since um, they also, yeah, they, they that was the Corey Schneider trade, I think. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, you know, which what? actually worked out for both teams. It did, yeah. 2014. Uh, this is a mixed bag. It's actually pretty good, but it's a mixed bag considering the. Um, the background history. Uh-oh. So they had seven players. All but two have played NHL games. Uh-huh. Their fifth round pick was Forsling. Like we mentioned, they traded him away. Uh-huh. A third round pick, Nikita Triamkin, who I think is actually still good. He's in the KHL right now, but I think he, he could come back. Their second round pick became Thatcher Demko. Very good. Good pick. Get two first rounders. Uh-huh. 24 for overall, 373 games played, 170 points, Jared McCann. He didn't play for Vancouver, though, so is that really a win? Uh, it's a win for uh, Pittsburgh and then Seattle. Yeah. And Florida. And somewhat Florida, yeah. yeah. Six overall, Jake Vertanen. Yep, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was I was waiting for that. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it was coming. Also, first overall pick in the Western Hockey League draft as well. Did you know that? Oh, fucking course. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, this is completely off topic. I just want to ask this. Who has more what? points in the KHL right now, Nail Yakupov or Jake Vertanen? Good question. Probably know. Nail. What do you mean? Nail's been there for like four years now. No, no, I just mean like But just didn't Vertanen go on like a scoring tear like when okay, he first arrived? Okay, let me see. Yakupov this season has 19 points. Come on, Yak. What? Bro. Oh, my God. Okay, we, oh, yeah, I forgot. It does that thing. <laughs> Not, we, can, we, we can always start a new one and continue the recording. That's fine. Right. Yak yeah. has 19 points. Jake Vertanen has... Had uh, can hockey be below? There we go. Jake Vertanen has 15. It's actually decently close. 2015, not a bad draft. Even though they had eight picks and only two of maybe on the chill, Brock Besser was their first round pick. Not bad. Excellent. 2015 was loaded. And fifth was Adam Gaudet, who really isn't on the team anymore. Oh, yeah, God. Oh, God. 2016. Oh, no. no Fifth no, overall, no. they took Ole Levy. <sighs> that one makes me sad. Because he he's so London Knights player. It make, that, that one makes me sad. Everyone else has not played an NHL game besides William Lockwood. So, yeah. yeah. 2017. It's getting better. Elias Pettersson. Mm, decent. Dope. Second round. 
Coleman, not even on the team anymore. Nope. Yona Yadovich, second round, not even on the team anymore. Nope. Uh, third round, Mike DiPietro might get traded because they already have Demko. Yeah. yeah. Um, fourth, they got Jack Rathbun, who has played NHL games. Decent player, actually. I like him. So 2017 isn't bad. It's pretty good, actually. For what we've seen, it's pretty good. <laughs> From what we've seen so far, it's probably their best draft ever. 2018, they got Quinn Hughes. A over and Jet over. and Jet Woo. Jet Woo. <laughs> they also had Tyler Madden, but they traded him. And fifth round, they drafted my most hated player, Tony Udinen. Oh God, flashbacks. I don't think Rossi would understand, but flashbacks. No. Rossi does not know. Uh, no adoption, no. They have to say Bouchard's better. Uh, 2019. <laughs> it's true, yeah. 2019, Vasilya Pakolzin, who's made his NHL debut this season, seven points for 25 games, and Niels Hoaglander. Good That's pick. Two solid picks. You know what? I'm actually wondering, when the hell did Jad Bracket get hired by the Canucks? <laughs> I was going to ask and that. Then I was like, what in the draft becomes so good? Yeah, when he probably arrived with the team. It's getting good. <laughs> it be, it became good when they selected. It became good in 2015. Uh, Judd Brackett was hired in 2015. There you go. What? Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, Brackett's amazing. Real good. 2020, they had a mess draft. You, uh, Yoni Yermo was their third round, first pick, third round. Jackson Coons, Jacob Trusco. It's whatever. It's meh. Uh, 2021, they did take Denny Kilimitvich, uh, which who I like a lot. I know I butchered that. I don't care. That's right. But, you know, he's like... <sighs> There's a reason why the connections suck, because of signings, trades, and drafting. And who runs that? Jim Benning. I might just... I Honestly, fuck the Canucks. Like, just make this a Benning video. Benning video. Whatever. We need I'm that video of him. That. We need that picture of him at the draft table. Do you know what I'm talking about? That one picture. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, I know what you're that's talking our, about. That's our thumbnail right there. <laughs> that's the thumbnail. Sure. And then the, the, the video will just be titled four days later. We should actually get to <laughs> the actual Canucks season because we haven't talked about that at all. So if you haven't heard, the Canucks are 10, 15, and 2. We should, that, they that suck. Been, that should have been the first thing we mentioned. They suck. Um... And I don't know, I don't know what's up with them. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was Travis Green and Jim Benning, but it was like they just sucked in November. Like, you know, in October they went three, five, and one, which you know, early season struggles. I get it, but then they went four, nine, one in November, and they were so inconsistent. Like they would win two, then would they, then they would lose four. They would they would win like one in OT, then they would lose like two in OT. It was just strange. There's just no structure there right now. It seems they have the players. There's just there's no structure at all with these players. They don't have like a game style or anything. Yeah, like I mean, even JT Miller win. said we don't know what the hell we're doing. Exactly. Right. See, like that's amazing that he said that first of all, because that's what I feel like they think in games as well. But like, that's amazing that he said that. Yeah. There's just no direction whatsoever from anybody, it seems. Yeah, it just seems yeah, I mean, like it was just all falling apart. And this team has been rebuilding since 2014. Like, I know they made the playoffs in 2015. I mean, 
They also lost in Calgary in like six games. Like they've been rebuilding for so long. And 2020 was such an outlier. And I don't know. This I think this team needs to redo the rebuild because it's not working out right now. And I wonder if you can get a good return on guys like Brock Besser, who's 24 years old. At the same great time, though, I think they're. I think some guys that they can keep because they're just that young. I mean, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, Niels Hoglander, Puck Holes, and you maybe Paul Horvat. JT Miller's definitely a guy that should be up on the block if he's not already. Anybody over 26, I'd say you can get rid of. I mean, OEL should be on your block as well, but that's not happening. I mean, if you can put him on the block. I can't believe that. Put him on the block. No one's going to ask about him, though. An underrated, I think an underrated ad for a team would be Paul Horvat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I do think there would be team, and I do think that if the Canucks go up to Horvat and they say, would you welcome a change? I think he would say yes, because he's been there forever. He's been there since 2014. He's only made the playoffs. He made the playoffs his rookie year, but he's only made the playoffs one since then. And this team has no direction right now, like Nick has said. Yeah. And Horvat's so, a clutch player, too. And he's he so has been at- for a long time. And he's yeah. just a- Even since London. He's just a very integral part of that franchise, it seems, mainly in the way of, like, do you hand the, like the heart he, and soul. That's true, but, I mean, they could go in a new direction and they could give Elias Pedersen or Quinn Hughes a yeah, captain. He does, he, or he, he, give it to OEL. If they give it to OEL, I swear <laughs> to God. If they give it to OEL. I mean, Bruce Boudreaux is not that dumb to do that. He'll just right? Getting, uh... I mean, we should we could talk about barbecue Bruce too. Like, I mean, you said. I mean, I don't know if we said. I don't know if we said during the podcast, but Ross. I mean, it's pretty known that the no, playoffs yeah, are the, play, the playoffs aren't the the playoffs aren't Bruce's thing. If you go back to his time in Washington and his time in Anaheim and, and Minnesota. Minnesota. Basically, if you got barbecue Bruce, you're making it to the playoffs, and then you immediately want to fire him. <laughs> you lose in a game seven constantly. Yeah. Home game seven constantly. But the thing is, like, here, can I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you where each of Bruce's teams have finished each season. He spent 0708 in Washington first in the division. All these are in the division, by the way. 0809, first in the division. 0910, first in the division. 1011, first in the division. 1112, he got fired halfway through. 1112. Really? 11-12, he actually, that same year, he actually got picked up by Anaheim. They missed the playoffs. 12-13, first, first in division. They let him go. Minnesota, second in the Central, third in the Central, seventh in the Central. He gets fired. He is He's probably one of the best regular season coaches in the league. Yep. Yeah, probably. He just... He just can't understand what the playoffs are. He's only made the he's only made the third round once in his career. That was with Anaheim against Chicago, which I think that went to seven. I want to say was that six? Was that six or seven? Which that one? was seven. Was that seven? Right? The which one was it? Anaheim Chicago twenty fifteen. I'm pretty sure it was seven. Uh, I don't remember. It was it was not or six or seven games, but um, yeah. But I think the purpose of this hire was to just kind of try to right the ship yeah like do something it, it was a desperate move yeah and i mean we'll see what happens i mean 
I mean, first of all, this meet's gonna end in like in two minutes. We gotta we gotta restart a new one soon. Yeah. But like, I don't know if just firing the GM and firing the coach is enough. No, I don't know. I think there's something else that needs to be done, and I don't think it's going to be done. I mean, you can blame the owners. Like, the Aquilinis are obviously don't really care that much about the franchise, I would say. If they did, they would have fired Benning right after letting go Markstrom, Tanev, Stetcher, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I think it's an owner issue, too. Definitely could be. Like, that's... Yeah, you got to realize that uh, they might not be the greatest owners for your team. Yeah, Benning's making this team, Green's coaching this team, but at the Aquilinis are building the office, the front office that are creating these teams to compete, and they haven't picked the right people. No. So I think, you, you sure, you hire Jim Rutherford. You see how that goes. You hire a new GM. You see how that goes. We'll see how Bujo goes. But if that doesn't work, you might have to point the finger at the Aquilinis. Yeah. yeah, I think especially it will be the way how how they react to how Bruce Boudreaux and Jim Rutherford do. Because if they do well and they extend them, then fine. But if they do shit and they extend them, then then that's bad. And, yeah. And vice versa. If they do if they do good and they don't, then he. You know what I'm wondering? What if they bring back Mike Gillis? I mean, I, 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 it's a long shot, but at the same time, it's Vancouver. Like anything can happen at this point. <laughs> I mean, like Vancouver historically hasn't had the greatest coaches either. Like, if I'm gonna like, I'm gonna read off these names, and like, you'll there's there, there's a couple of reasons why the Canucks have been kind of bad. Over the last couple of years, I mean, obviously you have Travis Green. They had Will- Willie Desjardins. They fired John Tortorella after one season. That was an amazing first, se- like only season of Vancouver. The stuff <laughs> that he did, the whole like locker room fight with Calgary, that's legendary. That was legendary. He had a legendary year in Vancouver. Good job, Torts. He he also kind of bent. He also kind of um didn't play Luongo in an outdoor game. Which- yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> um, I mean, they did. They also did have Elaine Vigneal for like seven years. Yeah, that's when he was good. Yeah. Now it's like ever since he's ever since the ever since the Rangers made the finals at thirteen fourteen, he's just been bad. Yeah. He, now he doesn't have a job. Um, Mark Crawford before that, Mike Keenan. Oh man, Mike Keenan. Oh, Mike Keenan. Wow. <laughs> the original John Tortorella. <laughs> Um, Oiler coach legend Tom Rennie lasted one year. Pat Quinn, I mean, Pat Quinn's legendary. I can't disrespect Pat Quinn. Yeah, no. I mean, you just, I mean, besides Pat Quinn and Vigneault, all the coaches I've named off are kind of trash. Just just a little bit. For the Canucks, anyways, Torrell's had some success in the past. Like, but everyone else, I mean, especially Desjardins, like, has he even had another NHL job since Vancouver? LA, he had that one year in LA. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was that. really bad. Yeah, that was bad. Well, I was like, why are you hard? Why, like, like at first, I didn't get get the I didn't get the decision the, the decision to fire John Stevens anyways. But why did you hire Desjardins? Out of anybody, you yeah. hire him. <laughs> he was great in interviews, but like that's like interviews <laughs> throw off people all the time. Like 
even in the real world. The best thing about him is his stash. Yeah, his stash is great. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why I remember Desjardins is because because of that stash. I'm gonna be honest. Because at first when you mentioned him, I was like, "Who is that?" And then I remembered the face. Oh yeah, the stash. The stash. Yeah. Oh man, what a fall from grace from 2011 too. Seriously, I do feel bad. Obviously, Vancouver fans, but. It's it's been really bad. I feel bad for the Sedin twins too. I'm sure they're like, "What the hell is happening with what this team?" Yeah. I have a question. Do you think making the second round of 2020 would did more harm than good? I think it did. Yeah. I think it definitely did because it kind of led the Canucks and Benning to believe, "Hey, we have a team that can compete," and they signed all these guys, and then they just fell apart. Yeah. You, Rossi? Any thoughts? I think he's like, fixated. Oh, there he is. You're just dead. I just really don't know what to say at this point. This is just... Or are it, you watching... It, you're watching the Fred's game. No, I'm the Fred's game. Maybe. Okay, but no, but to be honest, I actually don't really have anything to say because, like, I, I'm going to be honest, it started funny, very funny, and now it's just getting it's, depressing. Now it's just... <laughs> it's just <laughs> sad now. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, good things are looking up for the Canucks. Like seriously, because I mean, it, it so far kind of does. I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens to the locker room stuff. Um, yeah, if all that is true, that's really interesting. Because that's a split locker room, like right down the middle. Yeah, other players are just young guys. Like that's just like that's something you hear about in movies. <laughs> One of them said, "Okay, boomer," and that was it. Yes. And that was it. That was that the was start it. of the civil war, the start of the dark times. Yeah. Now, for, now for Canuck fans, uh, if you want to know what you're getting yourselves into with Jim Rutherford, this will this is how we're gonna end off the podcast. Uh-oh. If you, uh, we should we should probably warn Canuck fans about Jimmy Rutherford. We'll start with the Hurricanes because I feel like a lot of. Like fans nowadays won't understand his tenure with the Hurricanes. He wasn't, he wasn't bad with the Hurricanes. He, he wasn't he bad until he, until he drove the team into the ground. Yeah, I would say yeah, both sure. with Pittsburgh and with Carolina, he was very good, and then he fucking nosed out. And then he the all of a sudden wasn't, because he's like, ah, I'm leaving anyways. Like, you just... know what? Like, yeah, we'll serve the Hurricanes. I, I would just say his biggest trades, like I did with Benning. Yeah. Um, and I won't do, like, first-round pick for first-round pick, because that's whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know, first... First off, he um he traded wow he traded Sean Burke he traded Sean Burke Jeff Sanderson for Martin Jelena and Kirk McLean. I think that would be a win. That's yeah. a win. Um, he also acquired Paul Coffey for Nelson Emerson. That's a win. Oh, okay. He acquired Rod Brendamore. Jean Mark. Uh, he, he basically he he acquired Rod Brendamore for Keith Primo. That's yeah, a win. I mean, yeah. I would say what, what we should focus on instead of his entire tenure, we should focus on the end of it. Yeah. We'll get – yeah, that's true. Because um, what's more important is because Jim Rutherford doesn't know how long he's going to be there, so he might just treat it like he's at the end of his deal. That's true. You know, I, 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 you know I, I'll go into trades in his back half as a K and I'll say his Pittsburgh trades because uh, he made a yeah. lot of trades with Pittsburgh. He I, did. I, Rutherford was like the most active GM. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just say his last few trades as a cane because I mean, though his his time as a GM of the of the Hurricanes was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, one of those trades uh, was trading Tomas Caberly for Oiler legend Yaroslav Spotchek. Yeah, 
Cabernet was pretty good. He also he also acquired Dadanov from Florida. That's Dadanov. I don't think Dadanov. I'm ninety nine percent sure Dadanov didn't play for Carolina though. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He was in the also, basically. Now this is a win, I think. Brandon Sutter. He traded away Brandon Sutter, uh, the first round pick, which became Derek Pouliot, and Brian Dumoulin for Gerald Jordan Stahl. If that's that's, a that, 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 that's either a win or a draw. Like I, that, whatever. No, that's a hundred percent a win. Jordan Stahl is great. He also traded away Sportsnet Studio panelist legend Anthony Stewart. That, I just I just want to say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love, I'm not gonna entertain you. All right. Um. What else? UC Okanen. For it just says 2013 conditional pick here. That's I I want to know what pick that became. I mean a conditional hmm. pick. Okay, whatever. Basically, near the end of his cane, uh, as a gym at the Canes, he didn't make that many moves. Now let's get to Pittsburgh. This is gonna make this is gonna bring some PTSD for a certain someone someone in here. It already, it already has before we started this. I'm not gonna lie. So he spent seven years as a GM. His first trade, James Neal for a Hornquist and Spalling. I think that's pretty fair. Not bad, yeah. Um, Philip Samuelson for Rob Plankhammer, whatever. Now, here's a loss, in my opinion. He traded away a first-round pick in Clinkhammer for Perron. Didn't now, really see Perron very much, though. He was Didn't only there. Very long, yeah. He was only there for a year, then he went to Anaheim. I totally forgot Perron was a duck. He's underrated. I like him. I like Perron yeah. a lot, but yeah, he That's... didn't spend that long with Pittsburgh. It's not really worth the for a first-round pick. That first-round pick became Barzell. Oh, that's pain. Okay. Yeah. That, yep. That's Rip. tough. And That's here's, pain. Here's a trade where I don't feel like they lost, but I, I just feel so bad for his player. Ben Lovejoy for Simone Dupre. Oh. Dupre had so much potential, mm. too. Yeah, Dupre was what the Dupre was really good yeah. uh, at one point, and then it just kind of fell, fell down to earth for him. Yeah, I had a lot of high hopes for Dupre. Yeah. Um, This is a win. Robert Bertuzzo in the seventh to St. Louis for Ian Cole. That's I think a, That's a win. Yeah. Huge win. Huge win. Huge. Okay, now here's a trade that I know someone's still crying over till this, till, till this day. Kaspari Kapanen, Scott Harrington, Nick Spalling, um, Sam Steele in the third round pick to Toronto in exchange for Phil Kessel. Phil! What a That's legend a win. That guy is. That's a win. That's a win. It's funny, too, how Kapanen's back on the Penguins. Yeah, that's another thing with Otherford we'll get into in a minute because he reacquired a lot of people for yeah. some reason. Just like Chicago does. Yeah. Um, Benino. Oh, we already talked about the Benino trade when we were Benino, talking about Benino, 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 Benino. <laughs> You know what? I can't say it on the podcast. I'll say in, I'll say that in Discord instead because oh, no. I can get God. away with it. Um, Trevor, here's another <laughs> I mean, addition. A if huge you think one. You're gonna get canceled. Just say it because you're no. the brown. Here's a, here's, here's a here's a here's a here's a huge. This is a huge win. Rob Skidari for Trevor Daly. Hey. There you go. That's good. Rob Skidari wasn't Rob Skidari like thirty-eight years old at the time. Holy, he was old. Yeah, he was been on the he was on the Penguins a long time. By the way, Rob Skidari is actually with the Predators right now as a coach. Nice. Yeah. On Jan 16, twenty sixteen, yeah, he made a lot of trades this season. David Perron and Adam Clendenning for Carl Hagelin, and I think that's, decent. 
I think that's a win considering Hagelin had two cuffs with Pittsburgh and yet in the HBK line. Yeah, I was just gonna bring up HBK and Hagelin was another underrated player. I love him when yeah. he was on the pens. Obviously pr- speed. Obviously, obviously Perron's the better player, but um yeah. here's one that brings me pain. Justin Schultz. Oh for a third round pick. Love that. Love Schultz. I miss him. He, well let me just see what that third round pick became though. It became Marcus Niemelainen. Let's go! Nice. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he, 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 uh, he's playing. He's he's playing games this year. Hey. Oh, he's like, defenseman. He's like, yeah. He's like six oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what the hell is this trade? <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not gonna believe me when I say this. So you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" All right, this, all right. This, it's a three for one trade, by the way. Oh. It, it was made is, up I think I know it's coming. In 2016. No, I know it's coming, I think. Arizona acquires Mattia Marketanuni for James <laughs> Melindy, Dan or Donahue, and Dustin Jeffrey. I don't know what names you said, but... <laughs> wait, 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 are you speaking another language? <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I'm uh, Dustin Jeffrey. It sounds like you're reading the... It sounds like you're reading... I'm not even going to say I'll say it in this word. I was just saying... I'll just say it and you can cut it. I was going to say it looks like you're reading the attendance sheet for a subway. People working. <laughs> <laughs> just the one white guy. No, I'll, I'll put it in Discord. You guys can see. You, you guys can read it for yourselves. Check the Tendracast Discord. Okay, so it's oh, James Melendy, Dan O'Donohue, and Dustin Jeffrey from Mattia Mark. Mar- I told you. Mark and Tony. Mark and Tony. What kind of trade is this? You're okay. How did you get? How did you fuck up Donahue so bad? Yeah, and Melindy to be Dahoo Dahoo. <laughs> What the hell? Like, I know I butcher names a lot, but at least I butcher, like, Russian names that I wouldn't know. You saw oh, you're racist against Donahue. Russian Okay, next trade. Bolt Bennett for a third-round pick. That third-round pick became Connor Hall. Okay. I, I Actually, let me search up Connor Hall. Bolt Bennett was a guy that should have been good. Yeah. His Twitter's fire, though. He's a, he's a good follow. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Ron Hainsey. They acquired Ron Hainsey for Danny Cristo in a second round pick. That's not bad. I I really want to know what that second round pick became. I mean, that pick became Jake. Uh, it's the Vegas guy, Jake. Le- Lechechen. Yeah, Lechechen. Yeah, I'm like so that. bad with names with Y's and Z's. Like, goddamn. It's a weird and one. Apparently, yeah. Donahue's. <laughs> and Donahue. I guess so. Um, this is a weird... They trade away a forefront pick for Mark Streit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they trade away a second-round pick to Vegas to ensure they take Marc-Andre Fleury. Which is stupid. It made sense at the time, but in no, the long run, no. No, it didn't make sense at the time. Why? We haven't had Murray. But still, it didn't make... No, it... In, okay, you know what? Fine, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm going to... No, no, you back. traded away a second-round pick to make sure they took... Flurry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never no mind. Sense. Sorry. Yeah, that, is, that doesn't make no sense. But because I'm not. Here's like this is my never mind. This my all time favorite JR trade coming up right here. He traded away Oscar Sunquist and a first round pick for Ryan Reese in a second. Oh my God! They traded away a first round pick for Reese. But I remember that in the, during the draft. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, why? I was so excited because the Pittsburgh Penguins just don't have first-round picks. What they finally have a first-round first pick, pick, and they trade it for Ryan Reeves. 
I'm pretty. I'm Costin. Yeah, yeah, I'm 99 percent sure it's from Costin. Yeah, Costin okay. is. Was that good. second round pick became Zach Lazone, but Lazone is a Bruin, so. Yeah. Well, actually, how did that second round pick? How did Lazone get traded? Isn't Lazone? I think he's like. Isn't he one of the guys? That, oh no, it's, I think it's Jeremy oh, Lazone. One oh, of them's retired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Zach Lazone. I guess yeah, that's Jeremy's brother. Yeah, I was gonna say one of them's retired now. Wait, he's retired. Problem. One you of them drafted a retiree with a second round pick. One of them's retired. I don't remember which one it is. It's Zach. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. to be fair, that's not as bad as back in the day. NFL. Te- there was an NFL team that drafted a dead guy. The what same the dead guy. What? Back- yeah, the same yeah. dead guy in back to back years. That's just fucked up. I I'll pull it up for you guys after. No, afterwards. I don't. Afterwards. <laughs> ESPN, ESPN was having a, a shit show with that one. You know, like, uh, and, no, like no. the NFL draft? ESPN, no, ESPN. This is before ESPN existed. Oh, well. Okay, next they trade. They would have had a field day. Here's a, this is a trade that I think they kind of won. They traded away uh, Scott Wilson in a third-round pick for Riley Shahan. And Shahan had a 30-point year at the Penguins that year. He's a, one of the most interesting players I think I've ever seen. For the Pittsburgh Penguins. I remember in 16-17, like, he went the entire year without scoring a goal. And yep. you get the last goal to Joe. <laughs> yeah. Not Setterberg. Not Larkin. Riley, Riley Sheehan. The guy whose name was mispronounced when he was drafted. It was she- Riley Sheehan, right? Or whatever. Sheehan. Well, he said Riley and then paused for five seconds. So, it wasn't the NFL. It was actually the CFL, I think. Mm. And the CFL drafted a guy... Who was dead? And Why would they do that? That's unreal. Yeah, but he he I guess they didn't know he was dead. How do you I not guess? know someone's dead? <laughs> I, I don't know. I I can't explain why they. Okay, you, okay let's get away from that stupid dead guy topic. <laughs> Whoa! Come on, man. Have some respect for the dead. Jesus. You're probably just no. mad. You're probably just mad that your team doesn't have Erica Branson. That's true. Probably. Right, I'm, I'm so jealous that the Flames have him and Nikita Zadorov. So okay, jealous. We're, we're going to cut this part out because we don't want to talk about a dead guy. <laughs> okay, next. They acquired Jamie Alexiak for a four-front pick. A 2019 four-front pick. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to that trade in a sec. Yes. Because there's something very interesting that happens with Jamie Alexiak in that pick. Very interesting. Um... They also card that same day Josh Archibald. Archie. Remember that. Now here's uh here I know, now here we go February twenty third twenty eighteen. This is a trade that broke Twitter because the league literally rejected it. It was so funny. They they uh they acquired uh Derek Brassard, Vincent Dunn, not Vince Dunn, Vincent Dunn, and a third round pick. In exchange for Phil Gustafson, Jacob Bernard Docker, yep. Ian Cole, yep. a 2019 third round pick, and then they traded away Vincent Dunn to Vegas along with Ryan Reeves and a fourth round pick for Tobias Lindbergh. It was a weird trade. It's just a weird trade. But the main point is they got Derek Broussard, who did nothing. Nope. And they also lost a key goalie prospect. And they lost the first round pick again. We could use Gustafson right about now. I mean, Joey's been playing great, but we could use Gustafson right about now as well. Here's another trade that makes no sense. Connor Sheeran and Matt Hunwick for a fourth round pick. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. 
uh, you're gonna notice a trend as we get closer to the end yeah. of the time with Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's gonna get worse and worse and worse. Carl Hagelin for Tanner Pearson. Not bad. That's actually that's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Wow, Pittsburgh. He was just okay, but yeah. Wow, here's a smack dub, ginormous guy, gigantic W. December third, twenty eighteen. Daniel Sprong for Marcus Pedersen. Huge. That's big. That's a dub. It's all right. I mean, Sprong. I I always see Sprong highlights. I never actually know how good he's doing, but I used to like him a lot in Pittsburgh as well. I think. Pedersen's a great top four defense. Pedersen's decent top four defense, but he's making quite a bit of money, I think. But I think it, I think last year was just a one-off. I think I think so. Yeah, he's he, he's he's doing decent so far. I'm not I'm not going to complain. Um, what else is there? Okay, last page. Finally, uh, <laughs> back to Jamie Alexiak. Remember that fourth-round pick that <laughs> oh, Pittsburgh traded for Jamie Alexiak? Yeah. Well, they traded that four. They got back that fourth-round pick for Jamie Alexiak. Such a weird trade. I don't know why it was made in the first place. Who did the first pick become, by the way? Um, I'm going to assume no one's special. What year was that one? 2019. Okay. I was going to say but he was 2020. 20, it became Eric Jorth. Eric Jorth. He played in the he, OHL, I think. He's in Columbus right now. Well, that yeah, pick okay. got dealt a lot. Okay. <laughs> um... Oh wow! This this I think this is a big trade. This was a big dub right here at the time. They traded away a 2019 fourth, a 2019 second, Riley Shan, Derek Brassard, and another for fourth round pick for Jared McCann and Nick Bukestad. Decent. Decent. What the fuck, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Florida also like traded Brassard like two weeks later. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what else? Tanner Pierce for Erica Branson. We talked about that. He traded away Oli Mata for Dominic Cahoon, and I think that's a win. That's, yeah, that's decent, a, yeah. Even though he stayed there for a year. I mean, not even that year. He was straight at the deadline. But Cahoon's better than Mata. I will take that as a win. I mean, Cahoon's not even in the league anymore, but... Cahoon had a 30-point year in Pittsburgh. That's a win. Yeah, that's a win, definitely. Now, they traded away Phil Kessel. Dane Burks in a fourth round pick in exchange for Alex Galchenyuk and Pierre Oliver Joseph. And Joseph is a good prospect for us, a good young defenseman. Yep. I'm going to so, say. Yeah. I'm gonna I say think it's fair. I think it's fair. That... Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's fair. Man, now, now. Are you, do you have something else to say? I was just going to say Galchenyuk had so much potential in Monkey yeah. ruined him. I thought he was going to go off with Malkin and Crosby. Yeah, he just never did. I think a lot of people did. It just never happened for him. Oh, yeah. Next, July 26, 2019, John Marino. First, next round pick. Pretty. That's actually a damn good trade. Mm -hmm. Really good. Marino wasn't going to sign Edmonton. I'm not justifying it, but they got John Marino first, next round pick. That six round pick became. Did that become Petrov? It became a teammate, Matei Petrov. Okay. There you go. So we get some, actually get something decent out of it. Um, the later trade got branded to Anaheim for Andreas Martinson instead of a pick, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Now this trade, we I may we met I meant I think we mentioned it today, maybe not, but they trade away a first round pick, Kalen Addison and Alex Galchenyuk in exchange for Jason Zucker. 
And again, we could use Kalen Addison right now as well. I yeah. I loved him. It's a shame he had to go out that way. And again, Jason Zucker and a first round pick as well. Um, what did that? What did that, that first round pick? First round pick became Greenway, I think. What? Mm, Greenway was drafted in twenty fourteen. Sorry, not Greenway. Um, what's his name? It became twenty nineteen uh, first. It, it became Lambos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty twenty one first. Yeah. That makes what sense. What are you on, Rossi? Yeah. What did you? <laughs> I don't know. I just keep Greenway. Thinking. They also trade away a second round pick for Patrick Marlowe. Hmm. I mean, what did the second round pick become? This is 2020 Patrick Marlowe. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did the second round become? I was like, you do realize this is 2020 year old Patrick Marlowe. Oh, man. The, the last five trades. There's there's one win in here. The rest aren't. Ah, actually, no, there's two wins in here. Um, He traded like Donna Kahuna Buffalo. For Connor Sheary and Evan Rodriguez. Decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. Bad. Rodriguez was pretty bad before this, this season. Yeah, the season's been unbelievable. I'm not sure. <laughs> I guess because I guess more ice time, but Connor Sheary. I mean Evan Rodriguez is just the new Connor Sheary. Yeah. Then this trade happened. Uh they traded away another first round pick. The one time they had another first round pick, <laughs> they traded it. And um and Evan Rodriguez. Wait, oh, so wait, they traded a first-round pick, Rodriguez, Hollander. We'll get back to Hollander yeah. for Kasperi Kapanen. Yeah. And the funny, you know what the funny thing is? Evan Rodriguez signed back in Pittsburgh like two days he did. later. Yep. Yeah, he was just like, like I don't want to play for Toronto. <laughs> you know, we're gonna trade you, but you're welcome to come back. We'll sign you. Yeah. <laughs> But you're getting same traded. Thing. Same thing with Phil Hollander, eh? I mean, I mean, uh, Rutherford didn't do the McCann Hollander trade, but Hollander's still back. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, I oh, I remember this day vividly, September 11th. Oh no! I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, no. I don't, oh, no. Dude. I no. No. I I mean, I remember the the like the day it happened and the reaction. Not like that no, either. You're... Oh my god! <laughs> I remember what Penn fans were saying after this trade. Yeah. Wait, trade World Trade Center. Stop! Oh, stop! No! We're gonna get fucking canceled. <laughs> All right. They traded away Nick Bukesad for a seventh round pick with just pain. Fifty percent retained. Pain, just, just pain. I hate it so much. Just, just pain. Who'd they get back? No. A, a seven, a conditional seventh. Man, that was it. That's <laughs> that's that's it. That's Next, thirteen days later, they traded away Patrick Hornquist for Colton Sevier, Euler Legend, and uh, Mike Matheson. No. Matheson's a forward. I just hear your cat in the background. <laughs> Even my cat didn't like that trade. No. His final trade as a Pittsburgh Penguin GM was Matt Murray for John Gruden in a second round pick. I mean, to be fair, that's a very good, good trade. Good trade. Especially with so, what Matt Murray is right now. So, Canucks fans, do you feel any better? I don't think you should. You're going to see a lot of uh, former Canucks probably become Canucks any, again. I don't <laughs> think any Vancouver Canucks fans are still watching this. 
We just I mean, if you, if you have been, good, good job. Congratulations. Good job. <laughs> you have made it this far. You basically, are... basically, we're putting all the blame on ownership, the GM, and somewhat Travis Green. Somewhat Travis Green. I like how like I just like how the last third of this video has, has just became a Pittsburgh Penguins video. A little bit, yeah. It's it's it, it has out, to do it has to do with it. It yeah, has it to do with it. It's true. A, it stood out as a Canucks video with the with the locker room issues, and then it became a "fuck you, Jim Benning" podcast. <laughs> it was like then cool. It became, what? Jordan Jordan Green sucks. Why? Who's Jordan Green? Jordan Green. Fuck. <laughs> Patrick White. <laughs> Patrick White Patrick moment. White. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you get Jordan Green I'm mixed so, up with Patrick? Jordan Greenway? I don't, yeah. I don't it's, like, I, it's like yeah. it's like saying Mike Green. It's like saying Mike Green. I don't know, my brain is melting because uh, because for whatever reason the picture that one picture that Nick sent of Jim Benning at the draft. <laughs> my my phone is frozen on that. And <laughs> my brain is melting. It's just not going away, and all I can see is just Jim Benning. <laughs> he looks like Beaker. <laughs> all right, I think I think this is a good place to end it. Basically, Canucks look fans, it up. Yeah. Okay, we'll end it here. So basically, <laughs> what we're saying, uh, may God have mercy on your soul, Canucks fans. Hopefully, you guys have a good future. Um, bring back Patrick White. What? I said, bring back Patrick White. Yeah, make sure yeah, bring you bring back Patrick White. Bring and, him back. And Jordan Green. <laughs> if Jordan Green, if you're out there, I'm I'm I I'm rooting for you. But I hope you play for the Canucks one day. You know, knowing my Arlock, knowing Arlock, something's gonna break right when we stop recording. Oh yeah, oh, we're gonna just absolutely start again. But uh. Oh, I just pulled my thigh. Ow! 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 No! Well, on Nick's injury. <laughs> That's, that's it for today's episode, and we'll see you next time. Oh, what did that happen?